0: you <laughs> Hello and welcome back to She's in Focus, the podcast dedicated to inspiring and empowering female filmmakers and videographers from all walks of life and on every step of their creative journey. I'm your host, Kel Grant, an aspiring filmmaker from New Jersey who's just trying to turn my passion into something more and to connect with amazing women who have the same passion for video. One of those being Jana Blue, a photographer turned videographer who was born and raised in Brazil. When asked to describe herself, she shared the motto that she calls the journey of the five L's learn, light, love, lenses, and legacy. She's an ex- eccentric personality, to say the least, blue hair and all. And I'm so excited for you to hear her story today. Jana, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much. Help to have me and to get this amazing opportunity to speak up and share my story with everybody.
0: Of course, we're so excited to hear it. So let's jump right in. Tell me about this journey of the five L's. Where did that come from? Why do you live your life following this motto?
1: Yeah, um, I had this five L's. Like before, I had just four. The legacy came later, <laughs> like like two weeks, ex- two years ago. When I realized that, um, that's what I live my life. You know, this was all a process. Like inside me um been through a lot um and in fact i even thought like some weeks ago i'm probably gonna tattoo this on my back because yes. it's something that wow, well, it was a coincidence that everything was with l but most of my friends in brazil they always say oh jana you're so full of love like you is the love in person so um they learn right um I came to the United States in 2008 because I found love. I found love in Brazil. So, I was a DJ, which is a profession like with a lot of men, right? So, I always had this thing that always oh, this competition and always like sometimes I I went to do my gig and then Somebody pulled the cables before me just to make me, yeah, just to make oh me um, do more. Like, you know, like always to try to make a show and say, she's not worth it. She's a woman. She doesn't know how to mix. So that's how I met my husband, like in a festival. And I didn't know that I had the gift of the photography. Not at all. Um, I was born and raised within a simple family. A lot of struggles. I... Never had a computer, like, until he bought me. Like, I was 26 years old when I had the computer. Uh, How I learned to mix? I used to take bus, drive two hours to go and train in somebody else's studio. And then I saved my mind, like, all the mix and the beats. And I'm going to go later to revisit this, because this is important when you talk about audio into video. So I used to save everything in my mind, and when I went to do my geek. That's how I say, okay, I feel the music a lot, and that's how I mix. So, you know, when we decided, like, when we got married, it was really fast, and I moved to the United States. To and when, Chicago,
0: of all places.
1: Yes, in Chicago, right? And from Brazil, which is the winter is 65 Fahrenheit, to something that's minus 40, like, you know, yeah, I, and I saw... United States individuals and everybody was fun and then and, and I felt okay I'm pretty sure gonna move to United States they're gonna make so many friends and everything gonna be nice we don't have this you know the social distance you know this this thing but when I came here I was a huge impact didn't happen like this people don't open up people people were not always nice and then uh, this impacted me a lot So I became, I, I got like PTSD. So it was like three years of my life. Like, like I am a crab, reading my shell, try to change who I am to be accepted by society. Mm -hmm. First, because, yeah, I'm an immigrant, even though I was a citizen, I was an immigrant. So, oh, she's weird. This blue hair I have for 22 years. So I came to the United States and was a red blue. So, and I had a daughter. So, wow, she's weird. She has this blue hair. She has a daughter. How she can be like that? Yeah. My husband, he gave me a camera to try to save me from the depression. Yeah. And I need to study. And um, my English, I learned alone, without school. Wow. And this is really difficult because I still have some um, mistakes with the grammar. And when I came to the school, I had this high level of the English with the vocabulary that they put me in the last um, level. So I never really learned the basic of the grammar. Okay? Of course, yeah. And I was so overwhelmed. And then I said, okay, he gave me this camera. I need to start to learn how to use. I saw in your podcast a lot of like girls talk about the eyes the shutter speeds all the triangle, yes. right? Okay. Yes. I yes. went through that. I went through that. So I learned. Um, the basics of photography and at the same time I was learning English but was so hard because I always need to translate in my mind so you need to yeah. think about that so it was twice hard for me to find yeah. the definition of certain words right like sweet spot you know like deep of field like some words that is just like technical stuff right. uh, so this is my first L that was learning learning about everything okay and I do believe yeah. that we're never going to stop to learn. This is the fact, and that's what I carry to my life to continue to learn. Um, the law for photography came for one day that there's um, a <clears throat> one thing that happens in nature after the snow sometimes, like twice per year, that when the snow melts, <clears throat> it creates this vernix, like this crystallized on, on okay. the on the on the bushes on the flowers and then my husband told me oh i saw today that there is no gonna melt so i want you to go outside and and check mm-hmm. so when i went outside and i saw all these things sparkling and now i can describe that looks like if i had the 85 millimeter, millimeters <laughs> on me right i had the macro lens and I got so close up and I started to feel like a tingling sensation in my body. Like there was the connection. Yeah. And I spent two hours in the 30, minus 30. <laughs> and then I, I didn't feel anything. It was almost like a meditation. I'm a yoga teacher too. So like it was yeah. really like a state of presence. So then that's what I discovered. Oh my God, this is love. Like I really connected. But how? Like through now... Ooh. Who you wanna be, like what you wanna, what's gonna happen with you? So, um,
0: where do you go from here? Yes, and that's the yeah. thing,
1: because he gave me the big camera, right? The DLSR. But before, we lived through uh, Chicago and Brazil, because I had a, a custom battle for my daughter, and it took me a while to bring her. So, he gave me a small point and shoot camera. So, that's what I, I'm saying now, it's really important for us to train as much as we can. Small projects like you did with the sneakers, right? Like the colors, yeah. whatever, doesn't matter. Catch the camera, go record something because you're gonna start to feel different, even in the routine, you're gonna start to see things different. And this yeah. is really important. So I captured all my life while I was in Brazil living this marriage through the distance. Mm-hmm. And I post on Flickr. And I was able to have fans, and people say to me. You have a different eyes. There's something with you. Like it's really intense your work. And I was like, "What do you mean? There's no work." And just capture his for my husband. Time. Yeah. So when I came to United States to visit my husband the first time, I took a picture of the the Sears Towers, and my view was so different the way that I captured that. Uh, before Google Maps, there was a website that always asked for you to have pictures. For the tourist points and then they published one of my pictures for a oh, point wow. and shoot was not a professional camera was a point and shoot and i had many other opportunities that happened like this so again i want to say gear is important but in the beginning it's not because if you feel overwhelmed if you buy all this gear and you think that it's like a, a shield that's gonna make you better gonna hold you off because it's so much for you to learn so if you if you start small and it's once because it's easy if you have a small simple camera you're gonna you're gonna master fast and you're gonna soon jump for the next one and that's how you know you're gonna get the challenge and you're gonna feel more confidence because you already know what you're doing yeah so i when i felt that i mastered the GLSR, i went back to film I went back oh, to film. Wow. So that's why come the lights. And what okay. I did, I started to study the rule of this, the sun, the 16th, which okay. is, which is, do you know what I'm talking about or no? I don't think so. Okay. So basically, uh, some people, they have the photometer, right? To measure the light, okay? Right. But if you study light enough, you can calculate in your mind and before record, know what what your settings going to be. Wow. This is based on the film because you, you you know you took the photo, you need to send to the to the lab to develop. You are never gonna know nothing in front of you. Yes. So that's why you know this conception that you really need to study before. So uh, for for f sixteen. You know, you need to have this shutter, you need to, to have this ISO, you need to have, this is just a basic foundation, okay? But then you start to feel, it's like organic thing, you start to know better. And you start to know how, uh, change the light settings fast enough and capture the way that it is. But by watching the sun, by watching the shadows, by watching how the sun reflects in the ring of the hair or in the grass or in surfaces. Yeah. So that's when it came the light that I start to understand really well, not just about you know the triangle conception, but what yeah. light is and what light does in the different seasons because here in Midwest you have really like four seasons specifically, you know yeah, um yeah. so that's when came the light.
0: It sounds like it it sounds like the way you're describing it is such an art form. The way you're like you're because you're going deeper than just. Knowing the buttons on your camera, or just framing up a shot, like you're you're taking it a step further, and you're really thinking about how the the light affects it, and how that light interacts with your subject, and how the camera is a tool for your creativity. Like I can see how this is a lifestyle for you, and not just a hobby. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and there's there's a thing when they're gonna come to the to the jumping. Because yes. the lens comes when I, when I, when I look at myself, was one day, I looked myself in the mirror, I was holding the camera, and this is my profile picture of my Vimeo Because this was exactly the moment that I said, photography is a path with no way back. Like, wow. it hits me, and then and look in my I mirror, mean, I say, okay, that is it. But. And then people was waiting for me. So there's the situation. Because, okay, I had the creativity process. But it doesn't matter. What I, what I want to share is once you practice, once you put your heart, you're going to have the same skills as me
0: with the yes. difference
1: that is your essence. So you're going to create something unique for you. You know, that's what I say for everybody. So I had, you know, I started to have clients. And in 2015, I opened my business. So far before that, I started to do like a second shooter as a wedding photographer, but also family, but also like, you know, um gigs, gigs, job. But in yeah. 2015, I opened the business. And then at that time, my, my husband was already giving me the 70 to 200, which I love. But for video, like it's heavy for me, and of course, to handheld is like a challenge. I want to see, of you know, <laughs> but um, so I start to study okay, what other different lens I really needed, and for what, and which one of these lens gonna do for me. And of course, because I start to gain money, I invest in more gear, but yeah. I want to go back to this, it's not necessary. For a person to have eight lens like me, you can have one two, and you can cover up everything like a sixteen millimeters and a eighty five or sixteen and fifty. So you know. So, I got the lens, and I did my first wedding, and was really, not so high price. And I always see people ask these questions. You know, this is my first geek. I think that I, I. I set myself too low. Um, But this is the thing. It's your first gig. You're going to get experience. You're going to improve from that. But also, sometimes you can be lucky enough, as it happened with me, that my first gig was in a boat. And I did a beautiful wedding. And I kept the sunset. And the boat company came back to me and said, who you are? We want to meet you. Because you did wow. this crazy job. From there, I did my second wedding. And this first wedding, the boat, I decided to do something crazy with my G90. My G90. I did a video together with the photo. At the time, we didn't have this thing, you know, like videographer was videographer, photographer yeah. was photographer. There's no, you know, intertwined, inter-twined. situation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I was able to capture a short video for one minute of eight hours. And it fits so well to the wedding and was really beautiful. And for me, um, okay, how I gonna edit? Because now is the second step, right? Okay, you need to learn how to edit. There's no much videos like today, tutorials and things, but something it still like a mystery you try, you learn, you do. Um, right. yeah so instead of editing first this wedding i remember really well i seated uh, on christmas and i spent three nights editing one video of my trip to atacama desert and you know this feeling when you're editing you're enjoying and it's never ending but yes. you don't know so much what you're doing, but if you feel sure, like you did, you know, when you saw, talk with the sneakers and say, okay, I did this and this and this, I could, I could do better. But you knew when to stop because yeah. you already went too far and too long, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, it was three days, Christmas passed, and I was sitting in my chair, like, day and night, day and night, day and night. Oh, my God, okay, I love it. I love it. But I need to learn more. And there's a thing I had a daughter, I had a life, I had a photography client. So I went back to the video of the boat wedding that I knew I should, and I had the idea in my mind. And then I contacted a videographer, a female, a friend from me in Brazil. And she did, she connected the history based on my feelings, based on the things. And then something. Came wow, maybe we we'll could do this more often, and maybe yeah. when you have enough time, you do your videos. But hey, Kel, you know, it's easy to, to do the footage, but the editing process
0: the edit is where the work comes in, absolutely.
1: And I knew that I'm gonna get stuck first because I love my work so much, and like yeah. I see all the defects, but I have you know, it's like a, a baby, so yeah. I keep in retouch and it's never gonna stop second how are we gonna move with the different projects so yeah. my friend she was overloaded with her work so it didn't work for us to be together anymore but then I talked with the f- other friend and she 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 told me this is amazing oh has these three guys they all recording videos in Psytrance you know like electronic rave parties just with the phone and they connect everything with the phone, and when they see the energy, I said, "Wow, is what I have in my mind." So I worked with them for three years now, three oh. years, and the only thing that's, that that um, we just stopped to work was because they moved from weddings and small projects for big projects like in like companies, uh, right. Big, you know, big things, and this takes right. a lot of work for them. But I'm happy because now they have a big office. They grew so much. We're still in touch. called H3C, their name. So, okay. yeah, they're really cute. So, because I made connection with them, I flew to Brazil just to spend the time with them. Like, it was oh. really nice. And from then, they gave me two more video, uh, videographers that, that did the editing for me, which was Hugo and then Lucas. Lucas is the one that stay with me now. Um, and I got a lot of publications, you know, like magazine with photography related, like Rock and Roll Bride. Uh, they post, you know, one wedding that I did, that I have the video together. And there's the thing. For video, sometimes we wanna we going look at our work and you're gonna say, I think I didn't do a good job. But sometimes not just about us, it's about yeah. the amount of space that the client gave to us. And I have this happen many, many times. What happened? The client, they see my vision. They see how open I am. They see other people be open in my work. They want the same, but sometimes they they can't open the same. So then I cannot repeat the same intensity that I have with the, the, the prior client. And yeah. I need to read and I need to create a different story that's totally... Opposite of what I had in my mind before. Yes. You know? So that so we have these challenges. And sometimes it, it's okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay to change the plans. You know? We are not. Here's the one thing my, that I say for my life life is not just like the linear or yeah. when you launch, you're perfect and you're going to go successful forever. Uh-uh. Life is like this, is I, I call it like a, a Gauss curve. Because because you are up, but somebody needs to be down, and when you're gonna go down, you give opportunity for other person to be up. It's the cycle of life. That's how I, I think. That. You know, that's how. So we need to accept that we're not are not gonna be best forever. you are not gonna be the perfect forever. We have a you know we have our internal struggles. We have our mental videography is a lone path pet. pet. I feel lonely, you know, with photography, because even though I have a husband and I have family, I just can't share this with people that has the same life as me, but we're not all here, right? In the same space. So so there's so much included on that. So for 2015, you know, I, I... Ah, so the boat, right? I started to do a lot of weddings for them. I did many videos. And then one of the weddings they came to me they said we want to buy a billboard from you and i said well, <laughs> we oh, want no. to put in the chicago river lake one of the pictures so with the money was two years the contract so that's the thing so let's go back for the wedding that was you know like low budget. look how yeah. many things i got look how many things i got so they put me the in the special vendor list of them. I'm still there today. And I had the billboard, you know, like in the Chicago River for two years. And I was having, I was travel around the world. So I did a video in in Hungary, Budapest for a Psytrance festival. I traveled to Venice, I traveled to Croatia. I did weddings in so many places. It was really like a life. But then I felt, okay, maybe some point this is going to drop. And I'm going to accept. And that's what happened. I I was, I was got pregnant. I was having a home birth. Everything was supposed to be perfect. Then was not. So after three days in labor, I decided to go to the hospital because I'm really intuitive. And I, I heard a voice tell me that I was sick. yeah, And I should drop it. So when I came to the hospital and I delivered the baby, they told me, because I took a picture with my baby, my eye was closed. So then they said, Are you having a stroke? And I said, No, I think I'm fine. Say, okay, we need to do MRI, MRICT so scan. Yeah. And then after the, the ten days they came to me and said, You have cancer, you're gonna die. Oh my goodness. After oh my goodness. five five times that I went to like high altitude, climbing volcanoes, capturing life, yeah. travel around the what do you say? I came here to give a life now i'm seeing that i'm dying so basically like i lost the vision of one eye never came back so i just have one eye like well the other looks like a grid so i see through through like a grid it's really weird um i did the, my cancer was really rare so i need to find the right doctor um to do the surgery I, and i was about to die but then the doctor was really good, so he removed the cancer. So I didn't, I didn't do the radiation, the chemo, but I lost my ability to swallow, my speech, and the voice for ten months.
0: Oh, Jana, that sounds terrible. I'm so sorry.
1: So then you were a woman, and then okay, you look in the mirror, said who you are. Yeah. What is your career? Now?
0: You have to redefine yourself at that point.
1: And I had a wedding like four months after the surgery without a voice. I bought a a megaphone and I bought a um, whistle because I said, if I need to set people, you know, in the line for the photography, they're not going to hear me. Even though today when I photograph and I'm in in a big bridal party, like saying things, you know, people don't hear me well. My voice is really low. Or when they come close to the DJ, people don't hear me well so i did the re-signification like i reborn and i reborn not my brand because my brain always gonna be this but i reborn i just reconfirming who i am that I, I connect with people and this connection doesn't need to be by the words it's, it's more by the feeling yeah and that's the, the extension of the video because people always ask me you're crazy how how are you capturing the two things at the same time Yeah. so this is something that I want to say for the videographers because I know that they have a big fear like how you know I just want to be a videographer but if you learn photography you're gonna become like a cinematographer like it's, it's clear like there's more involvement there's more intensity there's more You you, you make the communication for the audience better you know, because the eyes change. The eyes change completely. So for me, it was the backwards. Because I know photography, but video for me, is always like, when I'm doing a scene, then I need to, I left with all, you know, my team. I do three seconds video. Everybody gets mad. My footage is always shopping. Why? Because I'm still thinking like a photographer. Sometimes really? I do gigs that, like a wedding, that full day just video. And then it's clear. My mind says, you do video. So you're going to keep yeah. long, you know, long tires. But right. most of the time it's short. But how this happens? So usually I'm capturing the things as going. Because I'm really in full presence. Sometimes I can prevent some movement or extension of love, you know. So sometimes I do a nice picture. And after that, the, the groom touches the bride. And I'm right there. And that's how it looks organic and that's how things happen. Yeah. And that's how I want to say, you know, like once you start to recording more and get in touch more with people, this this comes more organically, you know? So okay. that's when, after all this, that the legacy came. Because one day I was sitting and I realized this is, just, this is not just for photo, but this is also for video, even though we can repeat the scene we know when I sin is really natural and course, you know. So yeah. I had this feeling that what we do is almost like if you were saving a life, like a doctor, like a heart, you know, like uh, like a surgeon of the heart. Because if you're not there fully present, you're lost. You're dead. You miss it. Yeah. And because you witness and you know what you witness your mind, the guilt that comes later, like you know that you could capture and you lost it. That's okay. Sometimes this happens. But what I mean is when you're fully present, you're more able to capture this. And that's when the fulfillment comes because you said, you create legacy. You create a lifetime experience that their kids, their grandkids, the entire family want to see how they move. I don't have videos of me as a child.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any of myself either.
1: What you see, when I see the eyes of my daughter or my my second son, he's almost four. Like wow, when you grow, you're gonna be able to see how you move, how you act. Yeah. So this is the gift, you know, and that's that's my five L's. This is the journey of the five L's.
0: Yeah, that was amazing, Jana. That's so interesting, and I love that you, you know, all of it's kind of like a thread through your whole life, all of these experiences and and those five L's. I think just capture you perfectly, even though I've, I've only known you for about 30 minutes at this point. But I can just tell that you really embody those principles and it kind of weaves through every aspect of your life. Um, so I I love that you're incorporating video. It's part of creating a legacy for somebody to be able to look back and say, you're right. I I look at the way I moved, look at the way I looked at her. I looked at him like it's 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 more than just a moment but what made photography a passion of yours? And will that always be your first love versus videography? Or do you ever think you're going to switch completely to video? What's great about doing both?
1: Okay. Um, I have so much in my mind. Like I have, <laughs> I have like a, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a portent of creativity and yeah. and there's, there's first was, this like all my burst, like, you have so much that you can give, how yeah. you can give in different things, but they both complete each other, right? Yeah. Um, crazy. After me documenting all my life in, to send to my husband, you know, we've been together for 15 years. So of course there was ups and downs and a lot of crises. Yeah. I realized the photos saved my marriage. Because when, you, when you're in a bad spot, you lost sense of reality. Yeah. And you cannot grasp the past. And then you start to doubt yourself. Like, why am I married this person? Why am I here? Then you go back to the photos. And if it's real, you can see what's there. was not a crazy thing of your mind. So I started thinking, I want to do this for others. Because we're not happy all the time. And yeah. when I had a depression, I went back to my pictures, and not just the happy. when I'm sad, I take photos, when I'm melancholic, I go outside and I do videos, because it's part of my life, that's how I create my history. and that's that's how for me I take through. you understand? We are not always perfect, happy, and there's all this little snippet that makes us the person so this this is the main core for me of why i'm photographing like why i'm sharing also now i got the point i had so much rejection in my life because you know who i am but now i got i established who i am that when a client comes they want me and they open a space that I can enter and be who i am without pretending that I'm gonna just do classical photos for them because I'm just, one day when clients yell at me and they say like, oh yeah, you're just a little photographer, you know? And now I understand, yeah, I'm a little, but I have a big heart and I yeah. do big things. So for me, this is my core. About the video, I don't think I, I never gonna stop to do the video, you know, like this way that I do, is easy, and I want to say because a lot of like female, they get scared, right? Because for you yeah. to jump full time, let's think about, let's talk about. Also, I'm I'm forty three, so I'm not young. I can hold the honey for thirty minutes, whatever, two hours, but I need to go back and forth because my back is is pain to my back. I'm going to the gym to you know to to get strong in my okay. eyes, but still I'm getting old. It's not really good for the body, so. um for me to don't jump full time into videography, just videographer, one of the reasons is because of that. But I'm not gonna lie to you. If if for some reason, like, you know, gonna be new gears, new, new you know, new stabilizers, things that's really lightweight, I'm gonna be there, do you understand? I think that's the only thing for me. Uh, but here's the thing, because it's too heavy, I developed my way of handheld Oh, is a, yeah. a risky is a risky you know but so then I create this style it's kind of my, almost like my style of how my eyes see and how I think about emotions are blurry <laughs> emotions are not linear so why I need to be okay there are situations okay if you do a documentary if you do an institutional if you do something for a doctor during summer I mean it's different I have my tripod I have you know yeah. I have everything but for a wedding, for emotions, for graduation, for, you know, something that talks by emotion, I prefer to do the handheld because I can go, I can enter in the scene, you know, I can really wow. go, yeah. do the stand without fear. So that's my my, my my thought process.
0: I love that. You know, I watched a video of yours. I think it was, you went to Cuba and you did a video and like the way, first of all, I have to know what camera you use too, because it was so crisp.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's crispy. Now you're gonna pass out and you gonna die. Cause like everybody complains. I, I I don't have other cameras except Nikon, and this right? Nikon was the eighteen hundred ten.
0: Wow, I've never my my um, my boyfriend actually shoots on Nikon, but I wouldn't have even known that because everybody's you know, Canon, Canon, Sony Panasonic, you know, everything like that, yeah
1: and then, that is another thing because sometimes I see on our group, right, the, the the filmmakers they always say, what camera should I buy, or what camera should I m- migrate, because I'm Nikon, and I have 8 lenses, and I have 12 batteries, and I have all these memory cards here that I always separate because, you know, I have things to do, so yeah. so for me, to sell everything. It's short over. It's like... Yes. And then, I, I something that I really want to say. So, what I did. I bought the Nikon Z6 too. Okay? And because I work with the photo. And I know really well about light. I can tell you. The Z6 is really, really good for video. But the things that I do with my DLSR. Like backlighting. Thing, you know? With the, the, with the mirrorless. Mirrorless doesn't hold back light a lot and sometimes mm-hmm. produces like a tint, like the entire pictures. You can see it's more like a brownish mixture, yeah, the yeah, skin, yeah. background, everything. This this is from the camera, you know? So, because of that, like people always ask me, are you going to buy a lot of mirrorless? I said, except uh, if the, uh, SR is not out of the market, I'm gonna still continue with both. That's what I'm gonna do, you know? And it's Nikon. An surprise and i had before that if i show you the video of atacama i did it in the first i had a gopro but i bought one by purpose because i love to work with um shipping gear just yeah. to go above and beyond to see yeah. until when i can go okay so i bought this 50 dollars camera on amazon and i shoot my entire atacama trip of seven years ago with this camera it's not the best quality but it's meaningful, you
0: know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I was but that video specifically, the Kuba one I'm talking about, like you were the emotion you were able to capture, like the one thing that really drew me in was all like the close ups of the face. And I never really thought about that. When you're shooting handheld, you get to be in the action. And it's more in some ways I think it's more organic because if you have this big tripod People know you're there. People are a little more intimidated by you. But if you're just holding your camera that's maybe this big and you're moving in and out and you're moving with the subject and you're doing all these things, it's a lot less intimidating for the subject. So you're going to get those those natural smiles and those those emotions, those raw emotions, <clears throat> pardon me, that you might not get if you have your whole you know, tripod set up with the, all the lights and everything like that.
1: You cannot move your body right like you move but you move in the the direction of the axis of whatever you're holding yes exactly and one thing to tell that's important to to share with people like if you learn about photography uh as a videographer you're gonna work better with the the photographer you know and as me because i work with the video i respect way better than the videographers and when i have videographers with me i give space for them understand yeah. and sometimes yeah. we have this thing that i'm seeing like rather sometimes i work with photographers and they don't give you space for me and there's there's another thing important to say talk with the videographer beforehand with the photographer talk talk with the photographer before the the, the gear the you know the geek because you need to have time to create your own storytelling Otherwise you're doing like a making off of whatever is the extension of what whatever the photographer is doing. And yeah. if you do just this, you're never gonna stand out. Because, because... it's it's just like copying a history that's already there. Do you understand? So yeah. you need you need to be able like to to feel the flow, to you know, to to get loose, to do your work before you go to a wedding. Try to know a little bit about the, the couple. So then you can create a little bit of storytelling inside your mind. And this doesn't mean storytelling from beginning to end. I just call it like, the apex. So 30 seconds is really powerful. That you know that it is a signature of you. And that's what I do when I, when I have like a long wedding. I work with another photographer. And I know that I'm not going to have enough time. I just get the couple for two minutes. And then I say, okay, what I can do for this ball that represents their own story. And then there's movements, hands touching, conversation things, and I add this on the page.
0: Absolutely. How do you, okay, so, well, I have two questions. My first question is, how do you, if you're, if you're just shooting weddings, how do you make each video unique when you're shooting the same thing? You know what I mean? Because I imagine there are some go-to poses that you always do, you always have the hand caressing or you always get a kiss. How do you work with clients to tell their story and make it stand out? So it's not like their wedding video looks like the, your previous client's wedding video and your next client's wedding video. How do you diversify your portfolio when you're shooting the same subject?
1: Okay, so here's the thing. Like on the, my Vimeo, if you look, you're going to see like everything so different. Because I see people, everybody is different. Um, sometimes... Even okay, this year I had 64 wedding scale. I did a red you say 64? Yeah, I did a red 32. I'm having the season, okay? Because it was my first year in, in intensity, it's more easy for me to measure the things without like fading out, you know, the sensation after a gig. So, even though I went multiple times to the same venue, it's not the same thing. It's not yeah. the same thing because sometimes the, the couple are shy or they are so extroverted or something different happened mm-hmm. Or the connection between them. And I use these little things. So what I do before? Before, when, when a, a couple hire me, when I do the contract, I send a questionnaire. I want to know about them. I want to know about their favorite music. I want to know what they like to eat. I want to know the, the, the move the, you know the favorite movies, the dreams. Wow. That's how and then we had few conversations. and then I want to know what is special between each other. and then I go from there. So it's not about the place, it's not about the wedding, it's about them. This goes with my clients too. I have a gynecologist, she's my law. like she's my gynecologist, and we extend for a project of menopause she's so in love for her you know for for her project that i told her you need to speak up with your voice not just as a doctor i can't see you just hi my name is dr hannah you know like i need you to tell why you're doing this menopause project dr hannah and she left a lot with me from there from her now i got my dentist She's Peruvian. She's cute. And I said, I need to photograph you. I need to make a move of you. And she also has her own passion. And I do family too. So then how you capture family in a different way if there's all the dynamics, right? So it's yeah. the same. I do, I do birth. I do many things. You need to connect with the people. And once you connect, you're going to feel something that's different. Even though if the person comes to me, it's so different and so normal. There's no normal here. You have a history. I don't want to hear a history. Even though if you come to me and say, oh, "I know, I like to sit and watch this series, and I like to eat um, potato chips with mustard." Here is our the history. Yeah. So that's how I I create things different, and that's why I'm telling people like I'm really good about like inspire people and creativity. You know that you got. When I feel bored, I dance. I dance alone in my room, my Instagram, there's a lot of like, moments when I feel anxious, when I feel down, I dance. Because when I dance, I move energy in my body and things happen. You can find your way, you know, like your escape. Don't need to yeah. be danced. But this year, what I did, I decided to go to a store of gowns. I choose a dress on my birthday. I saw that... <laughs> And I spent 24 hours alone, and I did my makeup with a friend, Jacqueline from Brazil. She, she's a makeup artist, and she did a tutorial for me over Skype, and I did my makeup with her teaching me. And then, boom, I went for 24 hours myself, feeling as a bride, with, with my bouquet, with this beautiful ocean sea cake. And I said, oh, so that's how they feel. I, I allow myself to feel things. And that's why I'm telling people, you cannot prevent. Because if you don't allow, you know, if you don't feel, if you don't experience, how are you going to, you know what, how are you going to do this for others? Yeah. You understand? Absolutely. Th- I- there is the breaking point. Like, once you taste it, you know what you're doing. You know. Even though it's not perfect, it doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be you.
0: Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that so much. And at the end of the day, you know, videographers and photographers, it's not, it is about your final product, but it's also about the process and the people that you meet along the way and the stories that you get to tell. I mean, it's, you have such a power and a gift of, of being able to work with someone who's opening themselves up to you and sharing a part of their lives and you get to take that and create art with it. Like, what an awesome privilege we have to get to work with people like that.
1: It's, it's, you know, like you work with your passion and you've been paying for that. Or even if you have a second job, don't feel miserable. Because here's the thing. Half of the population doesn't even find a job. Yeah. By 60, whatever. You ask them, they divorce or they get widowed. Look at that, Do you know what you like? No. I'm trying to find. So we are gifted. We discover something that we have passion. So don't feel miserable. If you you know, if you decide to jump in, Because some people, okay, so how I transition from full time? First, I'm never going to say a person just jump in. You have a lot of bills or you're going to spend all your money in this year and now right. you have bills to pay and then you're going to quit fast. It's a, it's a slow growing process. And also, the career that we choose, my husband said that, is the that there's most of investment. There's no stop, right? You really need to all oh, the time constantly spend, spend, spend. So that's okay if you have a you know a side job, but you need to have passion to don't prevent the side job for taking all your life and then it you don't know, create things for you.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I noticed um, on your your Vimeo page. There were some shoots of of um of you being captured on camera. So you were working with clients and someone was taking a video of you working with your clients. What is the importance of of, of capturing yourself in the act of of being in your passion?
1: I don't like it, but it's important. Really? I, 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 I'm all this, this, like this, but I understand when people say I don't like to be photographed, I don't like to be you know, recorded uh, because it's like somebody else is seeing you. I I like this weekend, I had a, a festival of fairies and I was working so beautiful, And, and my videographer, you know, because now I finally found one close to here. So I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm teaching him. Um, because I have a lot of work. So he kept you in such a beautiful way that I said, Oh, this is who I am, I'm so sweet. So it's important for people to because most of people say, I don't know how to pose, I don't know how to react, you need to work with us, but there is this barrier. How she's gonna do or how she's gonna comment. And I'm gonna tell you, there's some some situations like a bridal party that people don't like me. So when I came to them and say, Hey, Can you guys just move together like this? Then people don't move. Or they say, I cannot understand what you say, your accent. So do you understand? Like, so it's it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. Uh, Sometimes I had a bride that she came to me and said, I said, okay, uh, I'm going to take pictures of the wedding ring now. No, it's too expensive. I don't trust you. So I was like, why you hire me? So right. it's not just perfect, okay? I'm telling like you know how is the progress of my career, but ooh, there's a lot of things. So this is just like it's okay if you try, if you try and it's not working, try something different. Because so, sometimes it's not just about you. Is is because I'm teacher. So it's the same. Like sometimes it takes months for one student to learn one pose because they're not aware of their own body. So sometimes mm-hmm. even if you give the right cues, it's not going to work. And it's not because you give the wrong cues. It's because of them. So that's why you need to always study to have the second pose in your mind, you know, or the movement, right? Because if this, this doesn't flow, you see some videos that flows. They look like a fairy, like, like a, a Chante Easter in the castle. Like, wow, they emerge together. Like, they are actors. It's not actors. It's how they bond. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I love that, Jana. What is your dream project to work on? You could pick one. Okay, my own. To to do a movie about my story of life and myself, without getting so overwhelmed with so much details. Cause it's always like this: how how I found this Atacama Desert, how the Atacama Desert saved my life. Like how the spirituality how how, you know, my inner voice, how my 60s feeling leads me to everything that I do. Yeah. This is the project. Um, I don't have, like, you know, like, oh, I want to be a, you know, to work with a Hollywood actress or something. It's not, yeah. it's not so much about this because I'm, I'm happy because, hey, I almost lost my life. So then you yeah. live every day as your 24 hours, like, okay, what I should do today to make me feel happy. Because tomorrow, because, okay, I did this, I did the surgery, but every year I have my my CT scan. And the tumor can come back. So this is my measure. Because if the tumor comes back, my dream is to go back to Atacama. And to spend like 50 days there just to calm myself down before preparing for another round of chemo or whatever that I'm going to need to do. So this is my dream. But what I base it on day by day is like, what I should do for my life? No procrastination, Cal. Because I think for us, procrastination comes more from the fear. The fear of trying. The 100%. fear of attempting. I'm going to say something for you. Like, you know, cause sometimes you talk about you. Did you ever sit and as a third person, did you watch your YouTube channel? Did you ever try to have a different eyes about you and see you from outside or not yet?
0: Huh. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever just watched myself.
1: I want. Because that's why I sit and I watch you. If you see your first episode, if you see how much you, you conquer, you're going to open your eyes, girl. Like, even the way that you opened the first podcast, even the way that you are now, you improve it so much. Like, you sending it, like me, like, a wow, like, look what she's doing. And that's something that's okay to tell her.
0: That's awesome. See? Thank you for sharing that with me. And I, I think it's, that's a good exercise for any of our listeners to do because it's, it's funny. Sometimes we measure progress based on feedback from others. It's easy for me to say, yeah, I know I've improved because Jana on this podcast came and told me that I improved, but it's different if I'm seeing it through my own eyes and I'm going back and I'm watching my own progress. And if, and I mean, I won't even open my first YouTube video that I ever created because I'm like, Oh, I was so cringy. I'm so weird
1: this word cringy, which for me is just a nostalgia i know that it makes like shine but this is the measure of your progress because some people say delete all, like it's american standards right delete, delete yeah. all your past work because don't show but this is a beautiful it's your trajectory how you start how much you improve it i always post things through my own time like say hey look this ah okay so talk about this i created one project past year that was really insane. Um, I started to do um, Skype photo sessions with people all around the world. And not enough because I didn't want to do it uh, with Apple phone because it was more good quality. I want to be able to give this for everybody that was in need because of you know of the COVID people was inside the home. They were feeling miserable. They were not connected with the home. And yeah. I was always asking for people, send me pictures of your your room with different lights during different days. And then I was scouting all the rooms of the house of people. And I have this on my on my website. I posted yesterday how was the journey. And then I go and I take pictures with people while I'm having a conversation with them. And then that something that's good for you because you're practicing this too with this podcast. You are breaking the ice of what is me being vulnerable and reflecting about your life by listening to others. This, this is a really beautiful growth process, you know? So yeah. I did this, became like famous, and I had a YouTuber in Brazil that would like give me space. And then I started to to photograph people that I didn't know. And then for the most of, of the quarantine, uh, I was practicing my creativity process doing the sessions online. So there is no limit here. Now i i photographed today um uh, um pregnant baby and she's about to have the babe like a home birth and this is my challenge i'm gonna try to record and then i'm gonna try to create a video through skype like editing this video during the understand like and then yeah. what is the worst because people talk about quality and i really propose it i do print screen and paint brush care. That's how I save the pictures, so the pictures, if you look, is really low quality, and I want just to break yeah. this for people to let it go because my project I don't want people to pay, I just want people to connect and and feel the emotions of who they are through my eyes. Yeah. that's it.
0: What an awesome idea I mean, and that's the thing too. I'm going back to your your five l's because with this with that project too, like you're learning you're continuing to grow your skills, you're you're spreading love by by doing because this is a kind of a passion project for you.
1: For you. Yes. It takes time. So, it's two hours of conversation. Then I need to edit later. And then I also create e- stories on Instagram. Like a little novel. And I put a music that fits It's like, more like a little video.
0: That's that's so amazing. And it's all going back to the legacy part of it, like it's all part of your legacy. When you mm-hmm. You know, and and with with something as scary as cancer, I'm assuming that the thought goes through your head that like, you know, I don't know how much time because doctors may tell me I'm good, but like you were saying, cancer can come back. We never know what's going to happen. The idea that you've impacted so many lives just by living through your passion for art and for photography and for video is so, so beautiful. And I hope you know that.
1: I didn't know like he said like I know it's different but like it's like you like when people say I, I have okay Maybe maybe it's true, but I'm hard on myself too. like, you know, like I'm hard on myself too. Of Uh course. one thing to, to say about like video too. like Sometimes you come to the project and you have this idea right and then everything falls and then you just go with the flow yeah. and then what it, most I'm doing right now is it, this, like, you let it go, like, you know, like, create detachment, not about your work or passion, but detachment of the perfection. Mm-hmm. because that's how, um, that's how it, it happens, and so far, like, I've been really happy with my videos, like, I know, you know, there's room for improvement, it needs to have a lot of room for improvements, about the music, some yeah. people, they... They do the decoupage they they cut the frames before and then they try to fit the music for me sometimes i uh, i have a subscription on audio so i try to listen a lot of music and sometimes i think about my future clients you know the yeah. upcoming weddings and then comes and the DJ comes oh maybe this client is on this music and then I listen to music so many times with my eyes closed to feel the beats. And then sometimes the history comes from that. And sometimes I go and I, and I listen for different, um, different, um, different artists too. You know, like in YouTube, I get so many different things just to feel the beat and feel how I'm gonna get emotion. And then the music comes first, then the video goes with the music. It's not always like this, okay? But I think for me, is, is, is easy because then the story is a reveal.
0: Yeah. And it's a process that speaks so much to who you are as a person because you started but DJing, right? So it, it's like comes full circle. Of course, you think in music first because you have that background and that guides your projects.
1: So that's why another thing why is it important to listen to music? Because you're going to start to say the beats on your mind, the peak points, and then you just set there, you know, like set the, the tag. And then you can throw specific scenes that you say this is impact scene for this beat of the music. Yeah. Otherwise, if you listen to music just with the, with the frames, it takes more time sometimes. Understand? Because Yes.
0: Be- yeah. 100%. Yeah, I find that for just B-roll sequences that I, I pick the music first, but then if I have like an interview, I'll go through the talk track first and then I'll try to pick music. But I always do it before the B-roll because... Um, that's really I think the music really guides the piece no matter if there's an interview or not
1: yes and one thing also that I I want to say that I always see sometimes when there's an interview and there's the bureau, sometimes the videographer makes a mistake to put the music really loud and overcomes the voice to the yeah. point that distracts you and you, and you stop to listen you know, to the interview and the music becomes the main thing so yeah. this is something that I always say like pay attention like read, like, like hear really well like pay attention because this is the most important
0: like part of the connection. Yeah, amazing. Jana, we've been talking for an hour now and I I could I feel like I could talk for so many more hours with you. This has been one of the more interesting conversations just because your 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 outlook on life is so unique and I've loved kind of getting to know you this past hour. So I have some closing questions for you that we ask every guest here on She's in Focus. So tell us, are there any exciting projects that you have coming up?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to continue with my virtual photo sessions, right? Now my challenge is to see if I can do the virtual video sessions. So, so editing, mm-hmm. right. Um, then when the winter comes, then I go to work on my own like video projects. Um. hope when travel comes back for me to do my travels and my videos about travel and life um, I'm thinking about create a creative project like a creative workshop like online to open up for people for people to feel vulnerable you know, this is one of my big projects yeah, that's why I'm taking it so far
0: well that's awesome when you create this uh, creative workshop definitely sign me up because I need to be on what you're on. You know what I mean? oh, it's too funny. Um, so what is one thing about your story, about your journey, that you'd like our audience to remember today? To don't
1: give up. And resilience. And persistence.
0: So three things, but yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, like one is three things. Because yeah, they all always the same, right? If you don't yeah. give up, if you're persistent, if you're resilience, you get where you want.
0: Of course. So what would it mean to you to have a network of female filmmakers? Because I noticed that your your outsourcing team is mostly male too.
1: So for me, I was like I, I hope to get like for me, like when, when you when you set this project, you know, that's say okay, I'm gonna see so many people, like here we go now, like we're gonna get this female like she-ha. like you know, like <laughs> Oh, the the heroines, you know, they go there, they go, come the sisterhood. So my hope is, like, for us to all, like, be together, like, you know, like, to help each other and support. Because, yeah, we have videographers that respect us a lot. But there's a lot of videographers that that look at us like, no, like, you're not, you don't know what you're talking about. And technique is not everything understand because look at me i don't have the running but I'm, I'm still doing you know like the story like i'm still because we are female we have this intuition we have this feminine energy to connect with like maternal you know like all these things so yes. and for me i want to say like i if somebody connect with me you know from our our interview i would love to have the opportunity to give some of my work for females from you know from the podcast like to edit it for me. Like, it would be really, like, a pleasure for me to have someone on board with me besides my own masculine team.
0: Yeah, yes, absolutely. So you guys heard it here. If you're interested, if you you look up Jana's work and you kind of vibe with what she's got going on, definitely reach out and see if you can make the connection um, because I think that, you know, Jana is a great person to know in general, but if you both can bring your creativity together, I think that's when magic can really happen. So Jana, where can the viewers and listeners of this podcast find you on the internet?
1: So they can find me on the Instagram, like Mm jana.blue.photography. My website is jana.bluephotography. And then the Vimeo is jana.blue.
0: Perfect. And my last question for you, Jana, how can the viewers and listeners of this podcast support you as a filmmaker and photographer.
1: Just vibe with me. Just share, me, share your stories with me. Just like, come to me, be vulnerable. Like, you know, like this is the most important for me. I love to connect with people. So this, this is the way.
0: I love that. Thank you so much, Donna. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you. And I really hope that we stay connected because your energy, you're just a light in uh in this world and i'm i'm so excited to bring our conversation to our audience here at she's in focus so thank you so much for being on today i
1: really want to say thank you for giving me space this is my first podcast the first time that i speak publicly english like you know besides my instagram so well i was really nervous so thank you so much
0: of course you did an amazing job so as always thank you so much for watching and i'll see y'all in the next episode bye Thank you.